consciously act differently almost everywhere you go. Have you ever left your house and thought that you may not get a chance to come back? Why do my parents get so angry with me instead of just sitting down to listen to me? Have you ever been assumed that you're a hard labor worker just because of the color of your skin? The struggle with being a minority in America is so different from the average white person as, you know, kids face different things that white children may not experience. Certain things as taboos within the community, colorism, mental illness, parenting, and economics is some things that black children face that white children may not face. So today we're going to break down these structures and learn a little bit more about the life as a black kid. as a black kid is is different mm -hmm. i mean there's all types of aspects that can go into it to make it different yeah. and you might not realize it unless you're personally living that life or you have a very close friend and even then you don't fully know what it's like to live that life and walk in that person's shoes mm -hmm. so as a black girl personally or as a black boy even um one of the major problems I see facing as a kid, as a black individual, um, would be being a part of the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the reason for that is, is it's not as accepting. Mm -hmm. And I will say that in the white home, of course, people struggle with coming out to their parents. I'm not, I'm not denying that at all. But it is just different in different ways, if that makes sense, without being too complicated. Um, a black boy coming out to his black father is very different from a white boy coming out to his white father mm -hmm. and both can be very bad don't get me wrong both can be very bad but it's just different and in a more harmful way yeah one of the reasons being is black kids might not be able to um connect with their inner interpersonal space like mentally as a white person can just because they feel like their parents are gonna you know put them down talking about they're being too sensitive or they're they don't actually have a mental disability they're just being yeah. ridiculous you know what I mean that's mm -hmm. kind of another taboo that black parents or black families like to put on their kids which is not true so it just is very different coming out as a black kid versus coming out as a white kid and yeah I think too that um masculinity is very um oppressed within a black family definitely with a within a black male it's seen as you know you have to be strong you have to be right. this you know big and bold masculine male and so a father to hear that his son is gay is like is heart wrenching exactly. it's like heart wrenching like they yeah. don't want to hear that because it's yeah. like you know you're supposed to be the man you're supposed to be tough like what are you yeah, doing and so carry out the legacy yeah like, uh-huh uh, so i definitely think that yeah. that masculinity that black men hold is very detrimental yeah. To yeah. And it's like you don't want to disappoint your parents whenever you do come out. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah, that's basically you just don't want to disappoint them. You don't want to disappoint them, so you're too afraid to tell them, but exactly. then you're not getting to be who you truly are. Exactly. And you're so, living in a box. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, a lot of people. 
people might see a black girl and think, ooh, like, I don't want to talk to her. She might be rude to me. She looks like she's hard to approach. I don't know if I can be friends with her because she looks like she would have an attitude problem. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, everybody has their own personality. There could be a black girl that has an attitude problem or there could be a black girl that is hard to approach, but that doesn't mean that every single one of them is like that. That doesn't mean that they're all hard to approach. That doesn't mean that they're all having bad attitudes and rude to people. And what I've noticed is, is a lot of people treat black girls differently, even depending on their skin. Me being a light-skinned black woman is different from a dark-skinned black woman because people see them differently even in in classrooms you know they they treat them differently they they talk to them as if they're different people when really I mean as if they're different species when really we're all humans we're just different a little bit Mm -hmm. and so what I've noticed is um, and even studies have shown black girls are seen as less innocent than white girls and they're doing nothing wrong they could be wearing a dress but because you know, they got a little bit more <laughs> hips. They, <laughs> that it's hard. You know, they're, they're seen as more sexual yeah. or more promiscuous when really they're wearing the same exact dress, but because their bodies are built differently, they're seen differently and portrayed differently, which yeah. isn't quite fair. Yeah, um, Jaden, I also think that's, like, really hard, too, like, as growing up as a black girl, because it's, yeah. like, we're, we need to cover up more. We have yeah. to hide certain things. And as a white girl, she it's, it's okay. It's seen as normal because she doesn't have yeah. as much hips and, like, as much you know curvature as you know the average is what the like stigma of how we should look and it's like as a kid why why are we being sexualized so early it's like can you look at us like with respect as a child and as innocent only 12 years old yeah exactly and so that's like the hard part um, yeah you know as a black girl and a a kid so it's really tough yeah Uh and the (laughs) other aspect of being hot like being hard um being a black girl is like the whole hair idea mm-hmm. you know you go to school and you see a white girl with straight hair bone straight hair and they're like okay i gotta straighten my hair and they ruin their natural curls yeah you know the curls are totally diminished because <laughs> they're trying to straighten their hair other than that they try to get a weave mm-hmm. you know they try to get fake hair that's already money that they're having to spend trying to go out of their way to buy the hair get the person to do their hair for them mm-hmm. that's already difficult so let's say they don't really have enough money to get good hair. They yeah. don't have enough money to get a good person to do it. So they just get someone that they know to do it for them really quick and it doesn't look that good, mm-hmm. right? No, you don't think it's sure. a big deal, but then they get them to school and get called ratchet for having <laughs> that hair. You yes. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's so hard. <laughs> they, come, they come to school getting called ratchet because they have a, a bad weave per se, but really yeah. they're just trying to fit in with the white girls. Exactly. They're just trying to look the same as the white girls and try to you know relate to the white girls because that's all they ever see if they do go to a white school i mean the story might be different if they go to a black school but even then there's still social media there's still there's still the news they're still walking outside and seeing it in every day there's the famous people Mm -hmm. i mean you know like even some of the famous like even the famous people on tv aren't really always embracing their natural hair Mm -hmm. and their natural skin they might be wearing a shade lighter in their foundation they might be wearing weaves wearing wigs using extensions you know and that gives a false image for the black girl yeah to look at 
for sure and definitely the uh, feud kind of between a light-skinned and a dark-skinned yeah. girl and and so it's like you're more beautiful as a light-skinned girl Which and, is not true. and it definitely yeah. like black is beautiful ultimately and so yeah. it takes a lot within the community in itself from not you know having these like feuds and these like differences between right. being darker skin and actually accepting who you are and loving yourself and going about it as like unity more than like separation so exactly. that's what a lot of black girls like grow up to having to deal with as well mm -hmm. so. my name is andrew dobine and i'm covering the mental illness and depression for black kids in America. Okay, myself personally, I was taught to be strong and many other children were taught to be strong. But I have a quote saying, being strong can also make you weak. You know, we were all raised differently, so mm -hmm. we go about situations differently. Mm -hmm. It's like back to what Jaden was saying about um, about the, the kid, is the black kid is afraid to tell his father that he's gay because it's just culture. The culture is different. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Men have a hard problem accepting that yeah. because they were taught to be strong. But as I say, being strong can make you weak. Yeah, right. Most definitely. And it's, we have less of a chance of being successful depending on, well, the average person, you know, if you don't really know anyone who's rich or have connections, you know, you're kind of stuck in a tight spot. Yeah, I sure. think another thing, kind of a sidebar and a tangent on that, is from the very beginning, black kids are taught to be strong. They're taught you have to act a certain way because uh -huh. you're not going to be seen the same. You have to dress a certain way because you're not going to be seen the same. And so from very early on, black boys are taught to be strong and taught to be um they have to they have to have a hard exterior yes. to face this world they have to have a hard exterior to face the the problems that come with being a black male so whenever they face those problems whenever something like their kid coming up to them saying that they're gay they've been taught to be strong their whole life they've been taught that they have to be their strong their whole life and they they have a whole different dynamic of being a male or being strong yeah so when their kid comes to them and tells them that they're gay aside from a white person being macho like that it's even even more with the black mm. male being macho and for it, sure and it's like that ties in to where like you know black black men children like we're not really accepted you know yeah by black people ourselves because we're not black enough or white people because we're too black for anything and that comes mm -hmm. along with you can't be yourself like you stated in class you know get that suit ready because you have to basically change who you are for other people including black people mm -hmm. itself yeah for sure and it's so detrimental to uh the black community because it's they're living this double conscious life and they're not truly fulfilling where what their purpose is in their life is because yeah. they're trying to be someone that they're not and that ties in with like certain like depression and like certain things that can wear on a black person like it's really hard for them to portray like who and what they're doing and what they're gonna do in life because they're not 
being themselves and you know yeah. it, we can't blame them because it's that's how society is like you have to cover like up class of yeah uh-huh yeah. because we're classified as ratchet or ghetto yeah. and it's like you know we can't portray our slang and our music but yet a white person wants to listen to our music yeah. but okay, cool. it's called ghetto where we're beating our music mm-hmm. and you know just yeah. cruising yeah. and going with it and so it's really hard it can stir up a lot of like you know confusion about who you are as a person and being depressed because you can't be yourself and that those type of elements are not talked about a lot in the black community is that that's what results in like a lot of like mental illnesses and stuff that go on and aren't discussed and so it's really tough yeah and going back to the point where you have to be you're raised in like in a tough manner where like you have to be tough i can relate to that personally just because um just being a person of color like being a minority you have to you walk around with a chip on your shoulder you know like you got to walk around proving to like the white people that you can do what they can do and mm-hmm. you can do it better as well like you're always yeah. trying to prove yourself to them stuff like that mm-hmm. and then going back to the whole putting on your suit thing um like two years ago so um i worked at bed bath the beyond which is basically like a white people story like yeah bougie. <laughs> it's really bougie and so like coming into that store it's like i really had a i had to put on my own suit yeah. and be I don't know, kind of relate with the white people, you know, try to act Believe white, yeah. try, to be, yeah. try to be proper around all these white people. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's something I can really relate to. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that that's what brings me to my next point is when many black people live in double standard, you know, what is the average black person, you know, just black, black Christian, black people already get looked down upon, but what if you're black and you're Muslim from a different religion? Right. What if you're mm-hmm. black and you're part of the LGBTQ? QT. That's okay. Yeah, we got to get what you're saying. LGBTQ. I said it right the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. Okay. So, LGBTQ. And it's just people and just critics make everything harder for a black person. It's already hard living a black life. That's because you have to work twice as hard. You know, you're not... Like I said earlier, if you if you're not come if you don't come from a richer family or if a family that know people, it's going to be way harder for you. Yeah, yeah and it. no, go ahead. Or what I was going to say is just everything that you've already discussed thus far, including what I've discussed and what they've had to put in, um, that wave in so much on a person more than you can even think. Like, for sure, you think that it's not that big of a deal or. You don't realize it, but it weighs on your mental so much. Oh, most definitely. And what's even crazier about it is that black people don't go to psychologists as much as white people do. No. They they're either they either don't have enough money or they're too afraid to go because they're gonna look quote unquote dumb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really, in my opinion, I feel like black people need counseling more than anybody, or I would say minorities need counseling more than anybody else. And from a personal experience, I was depressed once, and I failed to seek help. Eventually, I did. My parents had sent me to a counselor, and I thanked them for that. But when you're not comfortable with opening up with your parents just because that you're taught to be a certain way, it really weighs you down. And also, living the common platitudes of a black man can cause depression because you're going through the taboo things just like... Uh, this whole This whole mental illness kind of reminded me of... Um, they kind of remind me of the show. So this show called Empire, which I was like, I, <laughs> watched, I always, I love that show. I still do. 
and I remember there was a scene that was like this main character his name is Andre he had he had to deal with a bipolar disorder oh. and so he tried to tell Cookie which is his mom that you know he has problems and stuff like that but and Cookie re- Cookie responded saying that's a white people problem you right. don't need you don't need help you don't you don't mm. need to take the medicine you don't need to go yeah. help get help that's it's a white people problem and that's what I kind of disagree with it's just it's it's not it's a it's a human problem everybody right. everybody has that everybody has to go get help and stuff like that for sure and um most definitely going back I think just people of color we're kind of put in this we're kind of put in the hole you know we're kind of white people have more of an advantage and you know us people of color are trying to dig ourselves out of that hole and try to catch up just by working harder and trying to act different and just trying to be on the same level So further in this discussion, we talked a lot about different things like taboos and mental illness. And so um, I'm going to talk more about the parenting and discipline aspect of it, because obviously we know that white parenting is different than black parenting completely. So, uh, you know, a a white kid, if they, you know, not a lot of white children seem to get disciplined physically. And so more of the timeout methods and, you know, stars and doing different things that black people don't really find effective or even attractive to them as my we mom, you know, it. yeah. Would beat me with a spoon, like that's how it is. <laughs> whatever's nearest. Exactly. Yes, yeah, like you know, your exactly. your mom might be like, "Hey, you, know what you doing? Bop you upside the head." Yeah. But <laughs> go pick your belt. Yeah. yeah. Go. go pick which one you want. Go get your stitch or Ooh, you know, right. pull your earlobe. Ooh, that was a big one. I got big ears. That's right. fine. <laughs> So exactly. So like our uh, experience, you know, as a minority kid is so different from a white child with uh, discipline because, you know, that's just the culture of black people. You know, as we can discuss, like a lot of black people tend to have more of a authoritarian style of uh, parenting. So what that consists of is like less involvement and more indulgement indulging being indulging in um, a child's life so a black mother a black father maybe um, tend to be more like aggressive with their kids and um this can be very detrimental like as you know a kid could probably not really understand like hey you know why is my parent being so mean to me or like you know (laughs) go to school yeah do they not like me or something so these um this authoritarian um aspect of parenting um grasps that attention of hierarchy like as this authority i'm your authority listen to me rather than like you know understanding and wanting to be involved and talking things out that's what i feel like a lot of uh black parents tend to you know lack is just sitting down let's talk hey you know why why did you do this like what what caused you to do this instead of just immediately reacting and you know finding physical discipline just going with it you know right and i think what what a major part in it is is you say like hey i think you need to start changing your parenting styles Mm -hmm. i think maybe your parenting styles might not be the best you know and they're like man you're being sensitive yeah girl if you don't get out (laughs) like you know it's like you're being too sensitive i'm parenting you just fine now sit back and don't talk back to me you know yes and that kind of goes back to the the mental illness thing yeah i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to communicate with you that you know your parenting style isn't effective with me Mm -hmm. and then they have a problem with their mental illnesses and they can't communicate to that they're 
that to their parents because their parenting styles are so different you yeah know and that's yeah that's literally what it is it's just like it's when you're not listening to me it's kind of like where do who do i go to right who's gonna listen to me who's gonna parent me and then that can result in like deviant behavior for a yeah. child like you know okay no one's listening to me who cares about life or go and do something or join uh you know something that's very detrimental to the kid just because their parent is uninvolved or doesn't want to hear it and just quickly snaps or doesn't really want to like listen so yeah. i think that parenting reevaluating like certain ways of how black parents um parent granted like sometimes authoritarian um parenting it can be you know beneficial to a certain extent because mm-hmm. obviously like it could like you know uh have a child you know not do certain things but that could be to only so long you know right. so they you could stop a kid from you know not stealing or hey this is how you do it you know whoop them they'll do a going time out go okay. to sleep you know and do it again just because that type of like parenting it it can only get you so far i think i think another thing is it's like don't ask questions just do what i say yeah but the questions can be good because if you do something wrong and you don't know why you did it wrong mm-hmm. odds are you might do it again so if they let you know I told you not to do this because this is why like you can't be doing this because this reason like ah okay exactly and they don't do that yeah and another thing is like many parents fail to help their kids truly understand and not just just bow down because of fear like for instance for example growing up if I I need help with my homework and I got a problem wrong I would get yelled at and, mm-hmm. and get like they will flinch as if they're about to hit me. I'm like, oh, do you get it now? I'm like, yeah, I get it. But I only say that out of fear, not to truly understand. understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like what's tough in the community. It's like black parents instill fear into their children. Yeah. And it's just, it's very detrimental because then it's like when they grow up, authority, they fear the wrong type of authority that's there. Like, you know, police officers who are, you know, the nice cop, you know, the mean cop. And so like these things, it's, it's so like psychologically like hurtful because right. it's not, it's not necessarily like what they need. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, uh, like, whenever you're growing up and you're scared of your parents, it kind of makes you, and you, you commit a wrong, and then, you know, they whip you and whatever. You don't know why you did it, but now you know that you have to be more sneaky. You know, you can't, you try, yeah. to, you try to do things without <laughs> oh, getting caught. Yeah. And personally, I, I do that a lot just because out of, <laughs> out of fear, I just don't want to get caught. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And on the other side of that, it's it's very seldom. But as we see in, like, certain communities who do have the more authoritative approach, which is, like, more um, involvement. Like, you're strict as, like, a black parent, but you're involved. And you're talking it out with them. Like, hey, you did this. Like, it's, like, tough love. Mm-hmm. And right. so, like, some... Um, there's aspects of that in the black community where they have tough love when they're there and they're affectionate and they teach lessons to their kids that can help them realize and understand what is wrong and what is right and how they go about with understanding that. Also, um, within the black community, there's been research of how um, black parents um, teach their kids about ethnic socialization and African-American heritage, that that can increase their academic success, academic success as a kid because they're learning about ways to cope with this disadvantaged world as a black kid and ways to deal with it and having that support system from their parent is very very helpful to know that so yeah Yeah. Ultimately, black parents have a long way to go with parenting as some of their parenting styles are detrimental to their kids and it takes reflection to change those things.
All right, so my name is Alejandro Ortega, and I'm gonna be talking about the ec economical situation for the life of a black kid. And first of all, I'm gonna be talking about the family income, and I got all this information from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, so you know it's legit. And so on, legit. the <laughs> the median household income as of um, as of now would be thirty five thousand six hundred fifty one dollars, as a as opposed to all the other races, they make. 55,322 so you can see like that 20 some difference yeah and so now if we go into splitting between men and female a black man weekly he earns 720 dollars mm -hmm. all the other races they earn 959 dollars <laughs> now if you go another way and you talk about a black woman she makes 644 dollars weekly and the other races they make 780 wow. so really it's just um there's a bunch of glass ceilings, which, you know, it's a term I got from sociology. Shout out to Dr. Carl. Yeah, but Dr. It's Carl. Just, it's, just, it's, just the, it's just the ceiling for people of color and then being that person of color and then being a man and a woman. And yeah. Being a woman to be a lot tougher just because, you know, you have a glass ceiling. Like, you, you're trying to break out of it and they're just holding you down. Mm -hmm. And so sure. now if we go into, let's say, what about a black person who has a a bachelor's degree who graduated from college mm. I'll, I'll give you those answers so for a black man <laughs> with a bachelor's weekly he makes 998 wow o other people or other races with a bachelor's they make 1375 oh <laughs> wow <laughs> you go now we go into like women a black woman makes 897 dollars all the other races is a thousand dollars and or a thousand three a thousand thirty so really wow. So I guess like what's the point of having a bachelor's degree and being a person of color if you're not getting the same amount of money as everybody else? Yeah. Like, For sure. You and put you in the time. The same yeah, you're exactly. You get the same teaching. Exactly. And they you express work twice it. as hard too. You're working, For sure. You're working twice as hard. And yeah. You pay less. And the idea is that you know you can go to school, get an education. You're gonna have a great job. You're gonna be rich. And you're gonna have it all. But right. they don't take into consideration that race definitely well, has a factor and it's like you know stop telling us that dream because it's not true and statistics obviously prove that yeah 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 and um crazy now if you want to let's say you already worked your whole life and i was going to retirement money Ooh. um oh, let me let me tell you what why people would make for their retirement savings they're at 130,472 okay. the whole life that's retirement Hispanics, they make twelve thousand three hundred twenty-nine. Uh huh. African Americans, nineteen thousand forty-nine. Wow. So you can comparing those to a white person, it's just what's your retirement? Where's where's you worked your whole your whole life, and you have nothing. You know, mm -hmm. just because you're just a person of color, and that's it. Um, and now yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so if we go into another thing is let me let me give you a fact from Chicago Tribune, and it says that the black employment unemployment rate is doubled with white employment rate. So mm -hmm. it's the black uh, percentage is twenty two percent, white percentage is nine percent. Wow. There's nine percent of people of white people are unemployed. So now let me let me define that a little bit more. <laughs> One in four black households is in poverty. So wow. really just let that sink in there. That's just one-fourth, just a quarter, you know? It's just mm -hmm. that much. And if you're comparing now, uh, the highest household income for a black family was back in 2000, back 18 years ago. 
and that the highest it is was 41,363 and none of the like ever since I don't even know now like 2018 so back then it hasn't exceeded that number and really it's just black people have really been left behind yeah. really and like um from right away from the other articles that other minority groups they're like they're they're going forward and everything else but why aren't black people like why are they still left behind of course they're making strides but it's not as strong as the other groups so I guess what's the problem there mm-hmm. and then going into unemployment it's just okay I'm just gonna be blunt so let's say <laughs> go be blunt you have a black person with a bachelor's degree you know University of Oklahoma prestigious school so and then you have uh, let's say that black person's name was um Laquisha, <laughs> a girl. So Laquisha, and then you you're in an interview, and then you have a white a, a white girl with a bachelor's, also from University of Oklahoma, and her name is um, Sarah. <laughs> so, and you're the employer. Who would you want to choose? You know, going. I remember we discussed, uh, we discussed about black people being more intimidating. Mm-hmm. So of course the employer is gonna choose the white person yeah that's just that's just how it is that's how it is in life um Mm -hmm. and that's the sad reality of these statistics you know it just it's just it's race honestly like it's just america just built on racism discrimination prejudice and all all of these elements that holds black and minority minority people back in this world yeah or yeah i mean just another not another thing about economics is like if you come from a poverty-stricken home, mm-hmm. you're going to go to a poverty-stricken school, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, living in the in the poor area and you're getting poor, poorly funded, you're going to a poorly funded school, you're not going to have the same education as a white person might have in a school that has iPads in every For room. sure. You know, and so it's, it's really a terrible, terrible circle because it goes from you live in a poor home. So you go to a poor school. You don't get the right education, so you can't get into college. Mm-hmm. You don't have the college education, so you can't get a good job and provide for your own family. Mm-hmm. You know, only a few people get out of that out of that circle. Yeah, I mean, there's a few people that just have intelligence, you know, biologically, or that work extra freaking hard, mm-hmm. no matter what their circumstance. But it all comes down to the to the money. Yeah, systematic for sure. racism right there. You know. I yeah. Mean, like you were discussing too, like that that um, inter um, like generational mobility. It's it's yeah. hard to a kid wants to do better than their parents, but they're held yeah. back by their race. You know, so socioeconomic status. Yeah. Or, you know, their background, their neighborhood. Like all of those things are so hard to overcome. And so when black kids try to you know come to school, to, you know, get a degree and you know flourish in the world, it's like there's so much adversary against them that it's like. You know why? Why do these things? You yeah. Know? Going back to like the taboo and everything like that, I think people of color just have a bunch of stereotypes that they have to fight against, and yeah, it's just it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's just tough. So 
So in all, whether you're struggling with living in a poverty-stricken home that requires you to go to a poverty-stricken school, and when you're at that school, you're having to try to meet the standards to match all the other um, people around you in other districts, maybe, um, that causes you to feel unconfident about yourself, um, especially as black girls, and then you in turn get a mental illness from that or you feel depressed from that or you feel oppressed by that um and you try to talk to your parents about it and then your parents tell you that you're being too sensitive or that you need to deal with it um all of these things come together to really show that behind a black person it's so much more than the crazy loud mouths um attitudes the the bumping music in the car it's it's more than that and it's that's not even true the attitude the the loud mouth that's not even really true that's a caricature of what black people really are but all that coming together shows just how different the life as a black kid in America is from a white kid in America or really any other race or I'll say even a minority in America so overall all of these things come together to show you that this is really the truly the truth of living a life as a black kid